Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 311 of the All You Can Hear podcast, Summer of Fisting Punch 2. I'm joined, I'm joined today by my two other furious co-hosts. I'm Wenzel, by the way. Bang, bang, bang! Bang! Of uh, uh, Murderer Colt. Okay, that's not a good name. Fist Tornado Tanner. That's a great name. Oh, f- fuck, uh, uh, f- a Mega Murder Punch Colt. Mm. Okay, well, that's pretty cool, actually. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you had yeah. to do two times, Colt. It's because uh, <laughs> everybody gets a power-up. True, true. Everybody gets a power-up. What do you think my power-up is from Fist Tornado? Uh, April 21st, 2011. 7th. Fuck. Never forget. <laughs> Jesus. Tanner has a fist tornado. Colt has just a big uh, killer punch. Just a murder yeah. punch. Yeah. yeah. We're like, finally back. Yep. After uh, an extended, not necessarily planned break. Yeah, we had some lucky wuckies. It was not we're planned. back. Yeah, not <laughs> planned. But we're back. We're in the driver's seat. Bringing you summer fisting, uh, and now it actually kind of lines up where the last summer, because it's going to be, from the time you're listening to this, it's going to be every other week for the next remaining summer fistings, and the last summer fisting actually comes out on Labor Day, so it kind of... It works out. Labor Day's like the end of the summer, yeah. like, cut off, so it kind of works out that now. Yeah. Last summer fisting comes out Labor Day. But uh, what movie are we talking about today? Because I don't know. I haven't seen it. We're talking oh. about 1985's Police Story. We're in the 80s now. Here we are. So we, Yeah, we went a decade in the future right here. We really wanted to get in the mindset for this, so we did drop a ton of psychedelics. Yes, we did. Uh, we did. Prior like to- that's the wrong drug. We did a lot of cocaine, or I did a lot of cocaine. Oh, maybe no, it is cocaine. Yeah. Psychedelics are still around in the mid '80s, but cocaine's say. really booming. Here. Cocaine's really popular in the '80s. Okay, well, we d- so what we did is I made kind of like a slurry where I took a bunch of cocaine and some mushrooms, powdered up the mushrooms, mixed it into the cocaine, into everybody's cocaine. Well, you know what we could do? We could freeze the cocaine, like you said, make it into a slush, put it in like a cup, like a slurpy cup. Um, you know, add in some mushrooms, some cherry dye, or you know, cherry flavoring. Bam! <laughs> I did not say make cocaine into a slushy. I said like a slurry. I shoved it up my butt so it melted and <laughs> got my blood faster. <laughs> that that would be the most complicated way. I don't even know if you could do that with cocaine. Probably not, but I'd like to try. Would you? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to know though. Like if know. anybody wants to crowdfund us testing out freezing cocaine, hit no. us up. Hit Wenzel up specifically. Wenzel nope. does have like kind of the background, I guess, in smuggling drugs in and out of countries. So I guess you would probably want to hit him up. Man, he's going to get banned. <laughs> you know, I'll just delete everything off this doc so you guys can just wing it. Tanner's the one that said it. <laughs> um, so here we go. <laughs> there you go it'd be really funny <laughs> if uh he didn't use cut and he couldn't undo yeah <laughs> um yeah so we uh we watched police story we watched on 
HBO Max or sorry, Max, just Ma- Max. the one to watch HBO. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's also it's also on Criterion. If you have Criterion channel, you can watch it there or uh, right now. Barnes and Noble is having their. Wait, will this come out? Yeah, still this, during July. Yeah, this still comes out in July. OK, so Barnes and Noble is currently having their 50 percent off Criterion sale. So go pick you that up. Go pick up that because uh, I'll just say it. We all really love this movie. Yeah, um, yeah this <laughs> this movie. So I've actually owned the criterion of this movie, Police Story and Police Story 2 for like five. It was one of my first criterions I bought, I believe. And I've just I, never. I think so. Yeah. Never sat down and watched it. But this movie kicks so much fucking ass. It's unreal. And it's the whole runtime. Like there's no. There's just no downtime. Yeah. No. Like, around like 20 minutes into the movie i said guys i think this is the best movie we're gonna watch yeah yeah cole <laughs> literally it was not through the first action set piece uh literally jackie chan's hanging off a bus like 14 minutes into the movie and colt goes yeah i think it's gonna be the best movie we watch for this i would be shocked if we watch another movie even in this like stratosphere of movies that we're watching for summer of fisting, I would be shocked uh, if anything is as close to as good as this. Absolutely, because um, like I've seen the rate. Wait, people. What? Wait, we we announced that right? Yeah. That what? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So I've seen the raid. Love, I love it, of course. But I'm gonna be honest with you, man. This is better. Like this is insane. This is such a cool fucking movie and then as soon as colt said that i was like i was like okay okay we'll see we'll see but then like i can't remember even i can't even remember what like what sold me on because like i mean i was probably right there i was like okay this is really fucking great but then there was another scene i can't remember which one but i was just like okay fuck this might actually be the best movie we see out of this summer of fisting because <laughs> jesus christ it is it kicks as tanner said so much ass um and God. also, this movie got like a like it's not native. Obviously, it's not like a native 4K restoration, but it is in like the highest possible quality ever. And, yeah, it and looks like a it last modern night, film, but not. And the colors pop so much in this movie, like especially like Jackie Chan's character, who like the whole movie is wearing like just like turquoise and yellow shirts it just pops off the fucking screen and it's just yeah. so so stylish and it 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 blows my mind that a movie like this was made like 40 years ago and i guess kind of too kind of have to get in that time or in that headset was like well you know people weren't like neanderthals in 1985 so it makes sense that they can make something that looked like this cool but for it to like stand up to like modern movies like from the last 40 years like because i like i know we'll get into it but like i would put this movie up against the best movies i've probably have watched in the last five years that's fair that is i mean i mean it like if i was to make a ranking right now of every movie i've ever seen police story 
is fucking high because it was i mean it just kicked so it was much ass you're not wrong because i was thinking about this too last night on my way taking colt home after we watched this movie i was just thinking about it i was like god damn this like might be up there with like one of my favorite movies of all time yeah it's just God, it's it's so stylish. So it's, freaking stylish. It's so crazy. And also, too, back in 2019, it actually did. Uh, that's when it got its 4K restoration and was actually in theaters for a little bit in North America. God, yeah. I would have loved to have seen this. In I would have loved to see this. Like, that holy shit. Does remind while we're talking about it. There is another movie that I know we all love that's getting a run in theaters in August. Old Boy is getting a 20th anniversary run in theater. I would love to see Old Boy in theaters because apparently it's like a 4k restoration of it yeah i would i, I would love it rad. too just be, just because i mean i remember us watching it together it was like it was a it was a hoot um so i think it would be even crazier to rewatch it in theaters in 4k i just think it'd it'd be gorgeous because it's already a gorgeous film so i i would love to experience that for the first yeah, time i can imagine watching so i would equate watching police story probably to like i guess the only similar th- theatrical experience would be probably the john wick four that you know recently came out <laughs> especially too because john wick four and Woodsley, you've seen it colt you haven't seen it but no john wick four has maybe one of the best extended like physical physical comedy bits i've ever seen in like a movie that's meant to be like straight up action this movie has so much physical comedy in it it's it's obscene. I, 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 you know, we're not going to talk scene by scene. I guess we should actually say like the synopsis of the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before yeah, we get I'll, too too far into it. Wenzel, I'll you... tell you. I'll give you some. I'll give you synopsis. I'll give you some quick info. So synopsis: After a shootout, a slum chase, and a dangerous bus ride, Officer Chan Kakui, played by Jackie Chan, is able to arrest a big time Hong Kong drug dealer, played by uh, Chu Tao, or not Chu Tao. Sorry, Tour Yuen. I think that's his name. That's how you pronounce it. I'm sorry if I got it wrong. Um, and must protect the dealer's secretary, uh, played by uh, I don't know if it, if they pronounce it Bridget or Brigitta, but uh, Brigitte Lynn. Um, so she may testify against him in court. And then other notable actors and characters: uh, Maggie Chung it plays May. That's Chan's girlfriend. Bill Tung plays um the inspector uh bill wong nicknamed uncle i don't know if they ever called him uncle though no uh, I, uh, no towards the end of the movie they call him uncle bill yeah oh okay um and then uh lam kwok hung plays superintendent raymond lee who basically runs their um police department and that that's kind of it you have a bunch of like other like you know smaller characters goons and stuff like that um and then, uh, so yeah, this is uh, the runtime was only an hour and forty minutes. Uh, you don't really feel it. It's not. No, a long it could have gone another hour. It, it could have gone so another happy. like twenty minutes or maybe longer, and I would have still been invested because it's so fucking good. Uh, fighting style, it's it's kind of mixed. Um, Jackie Chan, I believe, does kung fu. I could be wrong, but they they do kung fu, which is actually something. Um, so the stunts are all performed by his uh, group called Jackie Chan Group. And uh, now every member knows Kung Fu and they have to be like proficient, like with it. So that's also uh, another interesting tidbit there that when they are performing their stunts, they have to all know how to fight and know how to be very, very proficient with it, specifically Kung Fu. Um, 
the budget is two million dollars and uh the box office they made 18.7 million so they made their money back but into 2022 that is equivalent to 59 million nine hundred thousand dollars that two million dollar budget is crazy considering all the shit that they destroyed in this movie like every I mean, single dollar put in this movie i think was just burnt uh but it doesn't <laughs> matter because i made it all back yeah yeah, I would love to know like what like the breakdown is because w- with this movie, Jackie Chan directed it. He's co-writer on it. He is the stunt coordinator on it. He performs uh the, the theme song. Yeah, the theme song which and, is played at the end of the film. It's called yeah, Hero it, Story. Yeah, like he didn't write it, but he sang it. Um and he his film company Golden Way Films produced it. So it's like, <laughs> that's just insane to me. Like, you know, na- nowadays too, like, it's always kind of like shocking to me when I see like a director also be like one of the main stars in their films. I'm like, man, that, especially if it's like a good performance too. It's I'm all like, thanks to him, like him acting in past movies. Like you don't see actors today where they get their star acting and then suddenly they're like, I want to direct. You don't see that. I mean, it it, it doesn't happen a ton and especially doesn't happen on like this large of a scale. Like one of the, like, I I know the Safdie brothers have kind of like, but even then they didn't start as actors. They started as directors and now they're kind of actors and yeah, two and like, I mean like bigger budget stuff. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think as far as like Western movies go, I don't know if anybody has ever just been like outside of like some off the wall, like, you know, one person film. I can't think of anybody doing so much for a movie, especially with a movie like this, like, cause it's, it's not like this was like an, an indie film. I mean, this was like one of the biggest movies released in Hong Kong it, it, this year so this is like a big budget action movie this would be like if fucking christopher nolan casted himself as oppenheimer Fuck. <laughs> you're not wrong because like yeah like the amount of involvement here is like i, I guess also shows you like how much jackie chan um wa- like how much he appreciates like film and also wanting to do it his way and do it like his right the right way because also the stunts too um they would they would constantly do retakes because even though these guys they're all professionals they're all proficient in kung fu they all you know they all know what they're doing you know they, they made mistakes and they would have to do it over and over and over and over and um until they got it right and it's uh it, it goes to show like how much how dedicated he is and like in a vault in his in his involvement too of like bringing this film and he considers it his best action film and one of his favorites i mean i yeah it shows i don't know how much higher you can go like on letterbox it is his highest rated movie of all time yeah Yeah, 4.0 i i just don't know how high you can go i mean especially too like when you think about it because this movie is made in 85 so jackie chan's like 31 here so like pretty pretty much prime of his life like athletically i mean we'll be proven wrong when we talk about our 90s film too but like normal people usually 
stop being able to like physically perform at such a high level in their early to mid thirties. Yeah. So like for all intents and purposes, this was like prime of his or his athletic prime. He pretty much has complete total control of this movie. And so this movie was literally just like created in his vision of what he thinks an action movie should be. Yeah absolutely that's that that's pretty spot on and uh and yeah i mean dude i mean dude is like slim but i mean he's fit man like um oh yeah like uh i don't don't know how tall jackie chan is but like it's uh, so crazy because like during the bus scene where he's like climbing in and out of the windows like i'm just thinking the whole time i'm like how is that even like remotely pop like i mean it doesn't even it looks like he weighs nothing like he has so much upper <laughs> body strength it just looks like he's just literally swinging i can't find he is five feet and nine inches okay oh, so he's, he's normal not high. short by any means no he's actually taller not than normal me. average averageish. <laughs> he's taller than it's close to average i mean if you compare it like i don't know it depends on where you're from i guess uh he's taller than me though uh yeah but man, yeah, dude is adept. Um, and I mean, all that swinging and stuff, like, I mean, that takes a crazy amount of skill. I mean, there was even a thing. Uh, so also for this film, I decided I was like, OK, I got to. I love this fucking movie so much. I was like, I got to look up stuff about this because I got to know the process and everything about this. So on the Criterion channel, if anybody has the chance, go check out Jackie Chan, My Stunts. It's a documentary from 1999. And um He's uh, it's directed by him as well. It's only 94 minutes, so it's not super long. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah, it's 94 minutes. That's right. Yeah, it's not long. It's around that no. time. Oh, I think it, I, I thought it was an hour and four minutes. Anyway, that's what it said. A lot about anyway, um, it, it, it goes into like him uh, doing his stunts and like his process and stuff, or sort of his process more about the stunts. And um, they do they do several like bits just for the documentary and like. It's not even I mean, it's not even sped up or anything or it's not like the the footage. Some of the footage isn't sped up or slowed down. Like, I mean, he's like ducking in and out of windows and stuff. It's pretty crazy. Like how how limber and flexible they are, which is also part of the stunt group's routine of like they have to make sure they exercise. They have to be lean. They have to be flexible. And, uh, they, they you know, they can't be super bulky or big because then that would hurt them from doing their um from doing the stunts but they do work out and keep lean it's pretty it's, it's pretty crazy yeah that that's the one thing i i noticed in this film pretty i mean everybody i mean which it makes sense you know knowing that jackie chan is essentially training this like stunt group but all of them like none of them are what you like when you think of like a western henchman you think of like bulky dude bald like the muscle i mean you always think of the muscle there's really no in this movie there's really no muscle everybody is just kind of like zero percent body fat pure i mean pure muscle in a sense but like i guess that's just the difference in culture because yeah when we think of like a good fighter in america we think of a good like a boxer a fighter yeah a fist fighter uh, but in uh, Hong Kong, they think of mixed they think martial of, arts. They think of Kung Fu very like, well, you say that, but like Jackie Chan was the one to like, so Bruce Lee brought in, you know, mixed martial arts into the limelight. But Jackie Chan was the one 
that brought more of the physicality and the um more movement to uh action films he like like i mean no joke police story was the film that like pro propelled him and the idea of what it means to do stunts and to do action in films and within like uh using martial arts in um in action films and for acting like it was it was because of police story it was because of him i mean dude like dude really propelled it forward bruce lee yeah. was the foundation Jack Lee, J Jackie Chan, not Jack Lee. Jackie Chan was the one, was the the mode, uh, the v the vessel. I, I, it's it's crazy. Yeah, like we so like we know Bruce Lee was like big in the West, but you know just due to you know how long Bruce Lee lived, he never reached the height that Jackie the height Chan, that Jackie yeah. Chan has. I mean Jackie Chan, I would say just based off a of name. Feel free to disagree with me, like. I feel like if you say Jackie Chan, like I've never met anybody that would not know who Jackie Chan is. No, yeah. you are not wrong. Nobody can disagree with you. He's I, one I don't of the think there's action stars in the world. I mean, I, I would say just one of the biggest stars in the world, biggest stars based off world. of name yeah. value. I don't, I can't think of any other, not many other celebrities. People just offhand be like, oh yeah, I know who that is. Like I could ask my eighty-seven-year-old grandfather. Uh. Like I could show him a picture and he would know it was Jackie Chan. Oh no, for real! I I can ask my like literally. Uh, whenever we we're in the Philippines, we watched uh f quite a few Jackie Chan movies. Uh, my eighty three year old Lolo, he knows Jackie Chan. Everybody knows Jackie Chan. Yeah, like I mean, just e easily one of the most recognizable, probably just people on the planet of the last century i mean literally like i know that sounds like hyperbole but it's it's the truth for real yeah him and you know what i don't know if this is a hot take or not the rock is going to be there in 20 years as well i mean yeah yeah for for better yeah i i yeah yeah i, I can't disagree with that I, yeah yeah but... I mean, everybody knows who the rock is yeah yeah, I mean, so, you have a, you know, you have a, you, you can make a list. Um, yeah, there probably is a list. But um, now this brings me to a question, though. Uh, is this everybody's first Jackie Chan film? It's my first like kung fu, like serious, uh, not rush hour Jackie Chan film. Yeah, yeah. Rush hour. <laughs> it, 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 this was my first like non rush hour Jackie. I, I've maybe have watched something from Jackie Chan when I was like way younger, but like I have, I like, I watched the old cartoon show, ja Jackie Chan adventures. Yeah. Um, but as far as being like a conscious adult, I, this, this is my first Jackie Chan film. Nice. Nice. Um, I, cause I, I know we've, we've talked about it quite a bit though. Like being, cause like Jackie Chan being exposed to his, um, his choreography, and stunts and how that blends into the acting like what how like i mean really though how do we all like feel like what was our what was our what was our feelings our reaction to seeing this it uh, it felt uh, violent in a good way like shit like thinking away <laughs> if my body could move like that shit i'd just be flailing constantly it <laughs> blows my mind that he like and i mean this and like super serious it is fucking shocking that a he's still making movies and yeah, B, he, that there's he's... gonna be a new police story, a two, another police story movie is currently in the works. 
yeah, and, and apparently Rush Hour Four is in the works. So you know, a bunch of stuff. I, I don't know, but I mean, he he's still doing movies. The fact that he is not like bound to a wheelchair, and being as old as he is, and still being like, like I think Jackie Chan could probably still like kick my ass. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. and he's I, I seventy. So. He's, 69 yeah. to be exact. Uh, well, you know. Nice. <laughs> but, he's looked the exact same for fucking 30 years. Yeah, dude, dude really ha- uh, you can see a little bit of the age between this and The Legend of the Drunken Master, which is actually our next movie that we'll talk about in two weeks. I feel like Legend of the Drunken Master and current Jackie Chan look, look the exact similar. same. I yeah. agree. He has not aged since the mid-90s. You, you say that, but if you've ever seen him in The New Karate Kid... And I haven't watched it, but I've seen the trailers for it. The Foreigner, um, you can definitely see his age, but also too, that's probably due to makeup because they wanted they definitely yeah wanted they him wanted him to look old as old. fuck in that movie yeah, yeah. so um, yeah but no I mean Jackie Chan like and you said he was uh, what like um, you said he was thirty one in this film yeah he's he he would have been thirty or thirty one during like the like the making of this film. I don't know how long like shooting or anything was, but Shoot, been- now I know shooting went on for quite a while. Cause they had to do, um, so, you, you know, speaking of like, so the, the stunts and stuff, I mean, everybody says like, these guys are fucking madmen. These, yeah. these Jackie Chan's group, because they've been injured so many times, even Jackie Chan, like he's gone. He has been injured so much, not only during this, this film, but his entire life. Yeah. Um, I mean, from the making, <laughs> And during the credits of this movie, they show like a little bit behind the scenes. And it's like one scene is like him laughing is like, oh, man, haha! I can't believe I didn't get that stunt right. The next scene is like him on a stretcher being like, yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, he's fucked up. <laughs> what was cool, what I like about Police Story too, Police Story as well, with also Legend of the Drunken Master, is that during the credits, they'll show you like a little bloopers behind the scenes and one and like they're not kid. Tanner's not kidding when there's like a scene where he's actually on the on the floor they've like ripped off all of his clothes and they're like fanning him trying to like see if he's okay so i I will tell you some some of the injuries here just going into it um i think that scene might have been when he actually um there was a scene where uh he flips over a balcony and crashes through the light display and uh it got him hospitalized because he just stopped breathing Um, that was his most dangerous stunt ever like in his life that is considered his most dangerous stunt because he almost died um and then the pole scene that you guys see within the mall that was actually one take because um there was no wires no mats and jackie chan was actually hurt from that he got second degree burns because the pole was superheated by accident um, they were just supposed to plug it into a low voltage car battery but they the the lights wouldn't light up like they were supposed to, so they just they decided they'd plug it into the wall. Well, when they did that, all the lights were just hot. They were all hot. Oh and my so god! They, that pole was ex- was insane temperature. He got second degree burns on his hands. He got lacerations, and when he hit the ground, he dislocated his seventh and eighth vertebrae and dislocated his pelvis. Oh yeah. So pretty much imagine like when you were a kid or maybe you were a little bit older when like a lamp gets turned on and you're like, Oh, it can't possibly be that hot. And you touch the light bulb. Imagine sliding down like what? He was three stories up down a pole, like 30 feet. I thought it was more than he was like, I think it was like three or four stories. Yeah. And then landing on like 
nothing like cement tile <laughs> he, he lands on wood cement tile there's no mats um yeah nothing to cushion his fall um, it, it, he was just extremely lucky because if he was acting like a normal person when grabbing a fucking extremely hot pole uh the normal person would just let go and die well, that was that was the thing that was talked about was that um nor it literally says normal people uh normal people any any animal whatsoever would have like just Stop touching it would have let go yeah. by instinct. Just instinct. Yeah. But he he clung on the entire way down. Yeah, now so I like, see why they show it at three different angles in that movie. <laughs> yeah, he's like, check this shit out. I've got fucked up. We're, yeah. They're like, we're not doing this again. <laughs> yeah, they're like, I can just imagine the final cut of the movie. He's like, Oh, you only put the pole sliding in once? And they're like, Yeah, you only did it once. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Well, three angles. Three well, times. I will say though. They have been filming in that mall because that's a legit mall. They've been yeah. filming in that mall for like months, and uh, the mall was like, "Okay, you gotta start, uh, gotta start wrapping this up. We can't, we can't have you doing this." And um, and so the last time that they were there was this scene, this scene where he's where he's shooting down. That was the last time they were there because that was it. Like literally, as soon as they got done, the sun was fucking rising, and the mall was about to open. So they had to they, they had to get him, you know, treated and then they had to, you know, do do all that stuff and be out of there because like the time the time uh, the time issue was le like was legit. Um, so that that was I thought that was funny, too. Uh, yeah. And then um, there was so much sugar glass used that uh, there was a lot of injuries from that, but also to all the crew nicknamed the film glass story because so much glass was broken i can see that Fuck. i can definitely see that <laughs> yeah, there was and, a scene in the mall where they were just like breaking every single display case there it, it was, there was fucking funny one of the a very famous scene was uh when one of the stuntmen was fighting jackie and then jackie got on a motorcycle and drove him through a whole just wall after wall after wall of glass that's a very notable there's a lot yeah. of notable fight scenes we will probably name them to you but that was just one of them and then another one was the bus stop scene um that was actually an accident <laughs> so what was interesting about that is that three stuntmen who flew out of the front window they were actually supposed to land on the car but they landed on the road instead owie oh yeah. god but they uh but they kept it and uh it was so funny because jackie chan was talking about that stunt he was what he wanted was he wa he wanted them to obviously land on the car but uh, because buses have air brakes, the air brakes messed up the timing. So like, so he said that he just sees these guys fly out the window and he's like waiting for like a bump or like a crash on the car. But all he hears is three bodies just flop on the ground and then just agony. That's what he hears. <laughs> God. Jeesh. Yeah, I can. I, that's the thing that like. It, 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 something else I, I want to draw a lot of comparisons to John Wick just because that's like the the big action movie of the moment right well I mean that Mission Impossible but I haven't seen the new Mission Impossible yet we'll see it by the time this comes out but we haven't seen it yet because it's not out but um like you can feel the pain <laughs> that like these real people are going in through the movies like obviously if not the actors themselves then like the these stunt performers and yeah with Jackie Chan, you know, he is doing his own stunts and all of like these henchmen and stuff. They're not actors. They're just also stuntmen 
because I mean, there's really not a whole lot of dialogue in this movie outside of like Jackie Chan and like his the, uh, co-stars. The, the, yeah, like the characters that aren't fighting. But yeah. for the most part, every henchman in this movie is just like a stunt man, like that gets bulldozed over and you can <laughs> feel the pain like even just like the simple like all right i'm gonna do essentially i'm gonna grab your arm and i'm gonna like fucking judo throw you over me and you're gonna land on the rope like you can't there was no faking that like it's yeah. it's very professional wrestling in that yeah. sense where i'm like yeah, yeah professional wrestling is fake but like some of the shit they do you know hurts like a motherfucker and this is it like you know in this movie they're not actually beating the shit out of each other but like when you see like the what some of these guys are going through, even you're like, oh well, that's just sugar glass. And Winslow said, you, I mean, you can get cut by sugar glass pretty oh, easily. It's yeah. still sharp. What people um, don't realize is that sugar glass is thicker than regular glass. Yeah. So even though it's quote safer unquote, it will still bruise and cut you. Yeah. E yeah. Exactly. Like. I mean, it's it's still glass. It's just glass. <laughs> Like, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I mean, it's still like very lethal, lethal stuff. And it's just super funny how I, I don't know. I, I see a lot of parallels just as much wrestling as I watch and like watching these movies, especially Absolutely. this one. It's just like, man, like, I mean, because there was times all three of us like collectively went like, oh, shit, like just <laughs> you like, you know, that hurt, like because we did this and Legend of the Drunken Master, like a double feature last night. And, and there's just stuff in both of these movies, but a lot in this one where you're just like, you know, that had to suck. Yeah. And then yeah. to find out that this movie only cost two million dollars, like on top of all that is mind. Like, I cannot imagine. I don't think. You could get a movie like this, even with today's equivalent of two million dollars. I don't like. I don't know. Like for reference, I'm. I want to look up what like John Wick four cost. It, oh, it God. had to cost a lot. Yeah, um, John wow. Wick four cost a hundred million dollars. Wow. And this two million budget is roughly eight million dollars today. Today, so like you're you're talking, and like I can't. They did a set piece where they destroy a whole like hillside slum area in yep. the opening minutes of the movie destroyed multiple cars yep there were yeah. explosions as well that i mean like huge. truly I, I think i said i was like i don't think i've ever seen something like that outside of like with like the amount of cars blowing up and like just drive it's like i when i see shit like that i think of fast and furious i've also recently watched too fast too furious but I was thinking Fast and Furious. I'm like, and they're doing this shit in the mid 80s. Like, I, I don't know. It's so ahead of its time in that way. It is. It's all practical. I mean, uh, in the documentary where Jackie Chan is talking about his stunts, you know, there's always he he talks about how like, well, you know, why don't you, you know, why don't you use um, more like special effects or especially during the time, well, like eventually they're going to get into like blue, blue screens and green screens and stuff like, well, why don't you use that? And he like, and he just, and he just says, he just he, for one thing, he says, "Okay, well, practical effects are actually cheaper." <laughs> and yeah. Another, and another thing too is that they're just—it's <laughs> kind of crazy. But he's like, they—they they just don't like push the same kind of atmosphere that practical effects do. Yeah, and I feel like they would be easier to do. Honestly, they—they're well, oh, interesting. E I mean, easier to do in the sense of like. You as a person being like, okay, flip over this table versus them being like, all right, 
instead of that, we're going to like computer generate like a like a CG image of you flipping over this table. Like in that sense, it's easier. But as far as like the physical toll it can take on your body, yeah, yeah. Like f- I mean, obviously, <laughs> but two, just knowing what kind of like auteur Jackie Chan is, um, he it, it probably boils down to like <laughs> it doesn't look real. That it, exactly with, that with the CG. He's like it, it doesn't like. Why would I do something that didn't look real for the for the movies he's doing? Like it just doesn't make sense. He's like, you, if you know, anybody yeah. can be in this movie. If I was to have all these, like you know, at especially like turn of the century, all these CG effects, but even like the special effects from like he would have done in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Because it's not like this is Jackie Chan's first like breakout role. Like yes, this movie nope. was huge, but like yep. Jackie Chan had been acting at this point in this movie for almost 20 years, he's been in the industry for almost two decades at this point, And like, has yep. been fight choreo, you know, like has done fight choreography for like John Woo. So it's not like he's like this little not known guy. It's so it's just super funny that he's just like, he just fucking, he's like, you know what? I've been in the industry for this long. This is how we're doing it. He has a stunt group, pretty much a group of dude. Pretty much Jackie Chan's stunt team is original jackass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So when I was looking up reviews uh, about about it, literally, so many people were just making jokes like, "I am Jackie Chan. Welcome to Jackass." That's, I mean, really, that's literally if, this. <laughs> if Jackie Chan was born 15 years later and in America, instead of being this <laughs> a worldwide renowned action movie star. He would have been jackass. He would have started. He would have started yeah. jackass. He would have started jackass. <laughs> I agree because that's basically what this is. Just, that, that, just that's literally <laughs> his. Sh- I mean, he does. I mean, really, when you think about it, is there a huge difference between Jackie Chan and Johnny Knoxville? I can't think of many. And if Johnny Knoxville was born like twenty years earlier in Hong Kong, he would be Jackie Chan, but he'd be Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, you know, honestly, too, I don't even think there's that big of an age gap between them because Jackie Chan's sixty-nine. Okay, never mind. Johnny Knoxville is only 52. That's totally not the case because Jackie Chan uh, moves like fucking crazy. And Johnny Knoxville, I don't think he moves that crazy. Um, But uh, going back to Colt's point earlier, though, it's also, you know, easier. And it is easier just to do it themselves because, you know, getting getting all that special effects, you have to send that to somebody else or a different company and stuff. And I mean, it, when you think about it, too, like before before the onset of more, you know, special effects, blue screen, uh, green screen, you know, everybody who will probably say this about films um, during the 20th century is ingenuity. The the techniques and everything they're coming up with and doing to pull off practical effects is insanely cool. And it's smart. Like, I mean, I mean, real, that's like something he said. It's like, it's like, not only does it look good, but it's cheap. That's what he says in his documentary about it. So, for instance, um, one of the things they do for like so like obviously when you hit somebody with like a stool or a chair it won't break immediately if it's wooden right so what they do beforehand is they cut up the pieces of the chair and they put it back together with a little bit of glue but Ah. they add string to it so they they tie the pieces of the chair to string so that whenever they do quote smash the chair unquote it's literally just the actor holding the chair. And when they hit it, he basically rips it apart because the string is in his hands. The strings are tied to his hands. 
Oh. Um, and, and it flies, quote unquote. So literally he just, he would hit the chair and then pull the chair apart and the pieces go everywhere. And then uh, they have a the, the right camera angle so that you don't see the string and bam. Broken chair. I'd like to see that in action. Do you see that in the documentary? Yes, you do. He oh, shows you. It's a very cool. And what they do too, you think like, man, look at all these these hits are are hard. There's all this dust everywhere. They literally layer everything before they use it with baby powder. Fuck yeah. To make uh to make the effect of like, oh like man, dust. he just got dust skin just flying off. And uh and when they do kicks, they put on a special shoe. And they they'll put baby powder in the shoe and then they'll kick a guy in the head. Right. And it'll be like he'll. So these stuntmen, they they're they are very much actors, too, because they do know how to pull off agonizing looks. So he pretend he kicked, quote unquote, a guy in the head with this special shoe on. And the guy's like, uh, uh, but then he switches back to just, you know, normal because he kicked him in the head, but it doesn't hurt. It, it's a special type of shoe to like. Uh, reduce the impact of the kick. Oh, so it's like a like a I don't want to say a rubber shoe because obviously a rubber shoe. It, it's right, like, like a rubber. It's kind of like a rubber shoe. It's like a clog. Yeah. Kind of. Oh. Huh. Um, yeah. So that was interesting too. Now, uh, but back to police story too is uh or sorry police story. Um, all like like you said, it's like okay they're doing all these stunts. They definitely look like they're hurt. Yes, all all the hits and kicks are real. They are legitimately hitting and kicking each other. Um. But again, they put on special stuff, special pads and stuff to reduce the impact. And now the scene um, in the mall where they're fighting on the escalators and uh, that one guy gets um, stuck between the two escalators. I don't yeah. know if you guys remember that. He slid yeah. down there. I, there's nothing really spe special about that, but that was Jackie Chan's obviously specific idea. And I was like, oh, well. I just didn't know cool. how you'd get out of that. That seems like. Yeah, that, that was my thing. I'm like, oh, well, that guy's just stuck there forever. <laughs> Jackie Chan talked about that. He's like, yeah, we got to have a guy go through here in the middle. And they pulled it off. And I was like, oh, that's that's pretty. That's a cool scene. But um, no, the um, so when they have a guy fall down the escalators, they make sure to have them fall down only on the escalator that's going down. And what they do is they put on these special um, they're like um, it's basically like a, like a, it's not armor, but it's like pads. But like they're kind of like ruler. I think he said they're like ruler shaped or something so that when they fall down the escalator the impact is also lessened so they're, they're like legitimately falling down the escalator yeah yeah there's only so much you can make that not hurt outside of being just fully encased in rubber like yeah i'm sure yeah. they're wearing padding and stuff like in protective gear also another thing to think about is that it was the mid 80s yeah so like what what passed oh you know for ppe in 1985 <laughs> in Hong Kong. Like, it probably wasn't, like, <laughs> insanely safe still. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, And then, uh, like, the way he does his uh, choreography and his and his acting and his uh, and his stunts, too, is he talks about how um, he he, uh, he kind of he doesn't really criticize, but he kind of brings American stuff into example so like uh american fighting is like like colt said it's like big bruiser kind of guys boxing and he even he even replicates it where he's like he just kind of like stands like tall and he's like ah like kind of running at you and he's like I, he's like i don't like that i don't like that so what we do is that what's important about doing these type of films and action films is toes placement of your feet uh like if you if you do a wide shot and you can see your feet you know 
you have to make sure you know what kind of stance where your toes are at to give better flow of energy and feeling of um of how you're depicting yourself rather than being just kind of a big scary monster pretty much and um and every like switching that up and doing that really helps affect how um how the scene is uh depicted and how um you look to the audience too i i, I thought that was like a simple kind of oh like yeah that kind of i mean that makes fucking sense and yeah um, because even with this film we're still like over a decade away from like really MMA blowing up in the West. And I, I don't know about the commercial success about this movie in the West, you know, in whenever, but two, like just nobody else was fighting like that. Like every other major, like com contact sport in the world was like fist based. Like, I mean, I mean, boxing is the huge example, but like, kickboxing i still never really even been big in america and then like oh, yeah that, that, that's pretty much all you had yeah yeah no and uh and uh what made jackie chan especially unique at the time and still unique even to this fucking day with all of his movies is that whenever he's fighting again it's very physical it's like slapstick and there's always a flair to it. He even talks about how uh, he's like, I don't want to he's like, I don't want to dance. I don't want to just fight. I don't want to just fight. I want to dance. I want it to be like dancing because he actually him and one of his stars, in another film, both went to the same like Chinese opera school. And that's where they were like, that's where they kind of bring all of their experience and stuff from was what they learned there. And uh, and the, the uh, usage of weapons, too, of like of like whenever they're given a weapon, you know, they won't. um they might uh they might uh hit each other but like they're it's always like they're they're not really hitting each other rather than the whole idea is like they'll um they'll disarm or they'll like they'll hit the weapon but they'll always do it with like kind of a style flair of like of like oh you know you don't just want to hold it you want to you know twist it twirl it flip mm -hmm. it like all this stuff and he does that and it's so cool yeah but like it, to him yeah like we don't it's not so much in police story as it is in drunken master. Cause there's a whole fight scene where he just has like a huge fucking stick of bamboo. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Like a huge <laughs> stick of bamboo in drunken master. I mean, literally it's twirling around him the whole time. Um, but yeah, it's so insane. How a human being, like I, I said this, like it doesn't register in my brain how a person can move like this. Like oh, it, it God, looks yeah. fake. It what, it does what he's doing. Like when some of the shit he does, and like how his body can twist and contort, and but like still come off as like just this five foot nine war machine. Like it does. It doesn't properly like just. It doesn't make sense in my brain how he does it. And then you add into the fact like he occasionally will be like, "Oh, I have two stools." And now these are my weapons, and yeah. like it looks real, <laughs> like it looks like somebody actually do it. Like it, it blows my mind how like that, like it doesn't even make sense to me how that can be like choreographed, but like out, but it's like a real person doing it. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, my favorite yeah. weapon that I used in Police Story was easily the uh, clothes rack. It yeah. was pretty fucking sick. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, now that brings me to another question for you guys. What, uh, what would you, what would you guys say your favorite? 
I'll say fight scenes and then I'll say scenes because there are definitely just regular scenes, mm-hmm. but those regular scenes are just include his physicality and his acting together. And then there's the fight scene, which is he actually fighting. So I want to know, guys, what, what's your favorite fighting fight scene? Fuck. Uh, like, I feel like it has to be. It has to be the mall scene, right? I mean, yeah, the mall the, scene the, is just I mean, the, the scene. The, the mall ultimate. scene is what everybody says because it's so it's one of the best scenes, one of the best yeah. fight scenes. I mean, yeah. just from a practical level, like it's practically impressive, but also too like it was massive. Everybody uh, yeah. was fighting. It felt like yeah, and it was yep. like they're fighting yep. Jackie Chan. A whole <laughs> whole like, fifteen minute set piece of them fighting. But I will say, I'll give you an answer here. My favorite scene in the movie is probably not even a fight scene. It's when he is in the police headquarters and he's answering all, all the, the phones. phones. <laughs> yeah, that was really good. Yeah. It's so insanely. It literally feels like a fucking like Three Stooges bit. And he's just like answering all these phone calls. And he keeps answering the wrong questions to the wrong person. He's also trying to eat lunch and like <laughs> he ends up eating an eraser and then another phone rings and like choke. I mean, it's genuinely hilarious. Yeah. Um, it fucking ate plain ass noodles. No seasoning of whatsoever and some erasers. Yeah. <laughs> that was the seasoning, the eraser. Yeah. The also, it, it's super funny to me. This shows what kind of like perfectionist Jackie Chan is. Uh, there's he like kicks a pencil in the air and catches it while he's talking on the phone. Um, and it shows during the behind the scenes of him like practicing and doing it. I would love to know how many takes it took him to like, uh, yeah, kick flip sh- the pencil into his hand. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'd like a an, an extensive like police story point five, like how Jackass does with 1.5 or 2.5. Uh, just yeah. for all his movies, because I just want to see all the fucking bloopers and shit. Yeah, like, I, I would really be interested, especially for this movie, like, just to see, like, what, like, what, what's going on? What's the story? <laughs> it's a police story. Oh, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, besides <laughs> the police, what's the story? Uh, y- Yeah, no, that, that uh police headquarters scene where he's answering all the phones that that killed me that was so funny and him eating the noodles with two pencils as chopsticks was insane um and and definitely he is definitely a perfectionist because like tanner said there's bloopers and um he even talks about like um like some of the stuff in in um in documentary uh where like he there's even a part where it's like kind of fast forwarded where it's just him they're constantly they're redo they're they're practicing this one scene that's not even i don't even think it's used for a movie i think it's just used for the documentary where they're they do it over and over and over and over again until finally he gets it fucking perfect but the thing is is like at at the very end of it when they finally finish it he is out of breath and i'm like dude like how many times did you fucking do this because jesus christ it's literally him like picking uh i think it's like him kicking up um you know it's a prop but it's like a vase and uh it's very light of course because he has to kick it but it's him basically kicking it up in the air and then kicking it uh with the back of his leg to basically go into a direction to where he headshot somebody with it and he does it so many times and i'm like i would be dead i'd be throwing up like i i can't do that (laughs) 
so yeah. much work. And like, too, you have to imagine he has like some of the best cardio on the planet. So yeah. like, when you see like him like out of breath, like exhausted, you're just like, oh, he obviously had to do that like fifteen thousand times. That's the only because he is a fucking <laughs> just cardiovascular machine. <laughs> yeah, and I will say too in that documentary that was uh, he was like forty one in there, mm -hmm. um, dude still looked fucking great and there was actually a part in there where he wore like tights i mean god damn the guy's thighs <laughs> like oh my god dude, dude is in shape i mean yeah shape. i'm like it's not, not a hot take or no. anything like no it's not shocking that <laughs> what and he was he was wearing um like uh what is it they they use it for like uh those aerobo aerob aerobic classes or, or a leotard no not a leotard um ankle weights or whatever he was wearing ankle oh, weights in sure. these tights yeah so like, some what? some fucking rock lee shit he he probably has to put like a thousand pound weight on his legs to slow it down so the human eye can even fucking shit rock lee <laughs> is just based on jackie chan's characters he's got the drunken fighting and he's got the fucking leg weights i mean i, I mean I, i'm sure this is but Rock Lee is very clearly based off of jackie chan and Bruce very very clearly yeah, yeah. very clearly oh, yeah. Uh, especially, especially with that hair yeah oh yeah yeah i mean yeah. rockley has uh, the fucking haircut of jackie chan and you know yeah yeah wow uh, if i had to pick a favorite scene for yes myself, please i've got two one's an honorable mention and uh one's my real favorite uh the honorable mention is something like i just can't get out of my head just because how funny it was is uh the one where he just does a moonwalk after stepping in cow poop. Oh, I forgot oh. about that scene. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good because it makes no, it, it does not even remotely relate to anything else in the movie. I forgot about that. He freaking. It's so unnecessary, yeah. but I'm super glad that he just did it for the bit. He just did it. He steps in, uh, what was it, cow shit? And yeah. uh, to wipe it off, he just he dances. It's like so brief. It was like probably what, like 20 or 30 seconds long? Yeah. And here's what's crazy. So I just looked this up. So uh, this film came out in 1985. We have to assume a lot of the filming was done in 1984, 1985. Correct? Yeah. Yeah. Just look this up. Michael Jackson did the moonwalk for the first time in 1983, performing his hit song, Billie Jean on a TV special Motown 25 yesterday, today and forever. So the moonwalk wasn't even a thing until 83. And then Here's Jackie Chan all the way in Hong Kong was like, I have to do this in my film. <laughs> Just like less than two years later. And it, he does it in fucking Converse with cow shit on him. That's pretty epic. That's pretty epic. <laughs> I don't know. That's fucking crazy. It is. That is crazy. And for my favorite scene, it's not really a big surprise. It's easily the... Uh... Specifically, when the uh, little shanty town's getting blown the fuck up as cars uh, blast through it. Because when that scene happened, I realized that this movie is going to fucking rule. Yeah. Yeah. Colt caught on real quick. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That shanty town scene was crazy. It's literally just Jackie Chan in a car, villains in a car, and they're just driving through on the top of a hill through this little town. A guy um, pisses himself. Yeah. Oh my god. That was does... really fucking funny. <laughs> yeah, there's a one of the cops is so fucking scared. He he legit he shoots somebody and then legitimately pisses himself. 
we just started laughing because he shoots the guy and then he pisses himself after like oh my god and then he sweats profusely yeah sweats a ton (laughs) and then at one point he's just like behind a corner and he's just blindly shooting his gun around the corner and like jackie chan uh comes around and he takes his gun is like yeah somebody needs to take his gun and then he just reloads the gun for him is like here you go it's like (laughs) this guy does not need any more bullets no he needs to be taken off this operation (laughs) yeah um i don't know why he's there but uh yeah so like there's uh the the good scenes i agree there i mean there's not really a bad scene in this movie no Um, no no this this movie is a legitimate like masterpiece absolutely i'll die on that hill Oh my God! There's there's so like there's so much to it, and uh, and so like to kind of give you uh, like so there's to give you kind of like idea. There's like like some some of my favorite scenes. Um, definitely the Shiny Town. Definitely the mall fight scene. It's so big. Um, definitely the police headquarters. Uh, the moonwalk scene. Um, whenever uh, Jackie Chan gets to the fucking um. Oh, sorry. Before that, uh, Jackie Chan goes to save the person the witness he's protecting but uh it turns out the um the guy attacking her is one of the, also the cops so they're kind of pretending just so that they can kind of get her closer to his side and she ends up actually knocking the cop out and he has to still pretend he's fighting her uh him i thought that was a fun scene um the scenes too where he keeps getting hit in the face with cake i thought that was good as well yeah that was really good too um and then the fight scene too where um he is driving back to his place with um with the woman and he uh he thinks he hits a fucking baby in a stroller <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that, that was good <laughs> and he ends up having the fight now in that fight scene with the goons after uh after that happens um there's a really cool scene where he uh he like he's in between two cars and he double uh or he uses both of his legs to kick a guy and kick himself into a car. Smooth ass scene. That was like probably one of the coolest, like actually like just little um moves. One of the coolest moves. Smoothest moves. Um, if anybody remembers that, uh go go look up that fight scene in general if you want to remember that. But it's very cool. Um yeah. I just- would say, just for some reason, if you have never watched this movie. Do not just go searching up fight scenes. This movie Do needs not. to be seen as a complete package. Yes. Yeah. Now, absolutely. obviously, if you've seen the movie before and you're like, oh, yeah, I want to, you know, go look it up, whatever. But you need to sit down for the hour and 40 minute runtime of this movie. It's on multiple streaming services. I'm sure you can probably rent it. And the criterion is 50% off and you get police story one and two in a complete package. You just need to watch the film as a complete package. Cause like, yes, the individual fights do rule, but as a complete movie, it's like un unparalleled now, as well as like yeah. all of like just the extra stuff in the movie, like besides the fights, like it being like genuinely hilarious. Like I, I you, you gotta watch it. You gotta watch the whole thing. Sorry. Sorry. You yeah. You it. gotta, I, I gotta, now that makes me, kind of curious though like the story i i would say maybe maybe i'm wrong but the story is very obviously secondary to the film what do we think about that and what do we think how this film like like rather than being about this this uh police story um what do we think about it being more formed by the stunts the performances the um 
the physicality, the comedy, um, everything about that. What what do we think about that being formed around this film rather than the story itself? Like, what? How do we feel about that? Because that that kind of shapes itself into a different film all to like really sets itself apart. And that's why I believe, like, from what like from that is what makes it a masterpiece. But what what do you guys think? I'm completely okay with that because not yeah. every story needs, not every movie needs to have a good story to be good. As long as the actors and like the stuff that's happening with like if it has like supplements to the story within action or just cool shit to look at, that stuff can elevate a, a movie even more, even if the story fucking sucks. Yeah, and this this movie, the plot itself is a very like cut and dry plot, but I think what puts it over the top first of all it's incredibly acted the action sequences again we have went on for like an hour about why we love those the physical humor in it and just like you can tell everybody in the movie just i I don't know it's like everybody in the movie was on like the plot itself is like your basic episode of fucking csi or law and order or what the fuck ever but like you add in like all-time level action stars doing what they do best again in like the prime or what should have been the prime of their life doing crazy shit. I mean, like it's second to none. And I'm not, I don't think the, the plot is, I know neither of y'all were saying this. I don't think the plot's bad. I I think it's a good plot. If not a little basic, especially looking at it through 2023 lenses. But I like, I, it's not like the plot is bad or anything. It's just a little, it's a little straightforward. But yeah. with everything else in the movie, it, I mean, it's elevated into, like Wenzel said, I mean, it's a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, I, I agree with both of you. So, like Colt says, because this is something I was talking to Colt about, that, like, it, like this film sticking, like, to me the way it did is, like, I'm, like, usually, like, I don't care... Like Colt, like Colt says as well. I don't really care. Sometimes if a film doesn't have a good story, if it doesn't, if it's not, or if someone doesn't really have a story, it's not really about the story. That's fine. You know, characters, everything else in it can be like can help um, lead it or whatever. That's fine. But this really redefined how I. <laughs> I, I know this is going to sound crazy because I've seen so many films now, especially films with not really good stories or not necessarily stories or you know all right stories. But like this redefines how I I, I think my how I view and um, my requisites for films that I love and cherish because it like, it's not a bad story. It's just basic. But the thing is, is that everything else that's like that went into this film is what forms police stories. What, what makes it, what makes it a masterpiece, what elevates it into a high form of art is because of Jackie Chan, his and his stunt group and everybody's efforts and work into it. And like making this just bombastic, funny ass action movie. Yeah. Like that's how I feel about like the uh, alien movies that are considered bad. Uh, not just alien the terminators like all these movies that are considered bad and the scream ones as well i just (laughs) had a lot of fun because i could see the heart and like just the passion that went into making it and uh, yeah if you don't have that and you're making it like a, a a movie with a good story if you don't have that passion in it you're not gonna have the best movie yeah i mean 
And two, I th- I think Winslow, you you know, going saying like, oh, this movie has kind of changed what I view as a great movie. I think that's totally valid because like, it's not like there is a checklist of things a movie has to do to be great. And in, in my opinion, yeah, like oh yeah, so like I just three off the cuff, three of my favorite movies ever: Boogie Nights, My Neighbor Totoro, Jackass Number Two. Those three movies are not in any shape or fucking form similar in any fucking way in any way and i i consider them all legitimate masterpieces in their own respective way so i think and i i guess it happens too as you get older like obviously i i would like to think even from the time we started aych to now our taste is a lot more i don't want to say refined because that sounds snobby (laughs) but like we kind of know what we're looking for at this point we are better critics better reviewers better consumers now honestly i feel like my taste has loosened up a lot since i've gotten older yeah but like i used to be more snobby yeah everybody everybody yeah but loosened but but like loosened up not to say like oh man i just love eating fucking pig slop i just take me to the fucking trough and feed me some fucking mud like no that's not what we're saying (laughs) it's just we have gotten better at like we we know what we want at, yeah. like as we're watching stuff now and even you know it go, goes to other mediums but yeah. film i mean fucking television anime music art everything uh video games and we so we kind of know what we're looking for and occasionally there is that like something that maybe is bad traditionally bad that one or multiple of us really resonate with for whatever reason and that's okay too yeah it definitely i think like especially like i i know the unhealthier parts of movie toy i'm not a part of it i i don't see it think because you know i've curated my timeline enough but there are parts of film twitter that think like oh if a movie doesn't have this this and this it can't it can't be a classic it can't be a good thing and that's just not fucking true yeah like First of all, it's completely subjective towards viewers um, in one sense. But I will say, if you can watch a movie like Police Story and not come away completely blown away, I think you were watching movies wrong. Yeah. I, like, I, I, like, I'm, I sincerely mean that. You can, you can think it's a bad movie, whatever, because that's completely subjective. But if you come away from this movie and not think that is visually impressive and the what they did in this movie 40 years ago is just mind-blowing you you don't you don't interact with the medium in the right way this is the (laughs) only way around it like objectively like it is not up for debate this movie is fucking an impressive i've said set piece so many times but it is an impressive set piece like it is it, it, like you just it can't watch it without being in awe. So if you come away from this movie and think anything less than like that was really fucking cool, I don't understand what you're looking for in movies. I I truly don't. So yeah, I, that's, <laughs> I, I agree. It's a, it's like it's an incredible like I mean you have a bunch of guys who like, I mean, they're not super old, but they're, you know, they're fairly well known in the industry now industry now, but like this really cements them as like, these guys know what they're fucking doing. They're professionals and goddamn, 
they put a lot of work into making an, a fantastic fucking movie. So much pract practicality in it. I mean, yeah. hell, even even um, uh, Jackie Chan's co-star, the uh, the woman that he has to protect in the film, uh, she even does most of her own stunts, um, which I think is really cool. But it's funny too. There was actually a bit in here where she got so scared from doing her first stunt that she fainted. And, Fuck. And they literally woke her up, and they're like, "Hey, hey, hey, you got to do it." <laughs> So that's <laughs> that's a that's and I mean I mean even like I mean Hong Kong even agrees. Uh, this film won the 1986 uh, Hong Kong Film Award for best uh, best picture best film. So like that like and that and this is actually Chan Jackie Chan's only um, film to win Hong Kong Academy Best Picture Award. So that's that's pretty crazy too. Um, yeah, uh, it's just. It, it's it's just it's so it's so incredible and um and fun fact too about this the title it's like police stories like that's such a plain name and um and the reason why they named it that was because in um jackie chan stated that filmmakers would always try to copy him uh for films so he would he try to keep it basic and then uh, an example of this even though this comes out later is uh the legend of the drunken master uh after that was made um, filmmakers started making a bunch of films about drunken boxing. So at the time when he was making Police Story, he's like, let's just call it Police Story because it's so fucking vague. Filmmakers will just think, well, it's about police. But what does that mean? What does that mean? What's going on? Yeah. yeah. Like, and to a, to a point, you can copy it. Like, even you can make a film about drunken boxing. But if you don't have fucking Jackie Chan, like, you're, you you're, missing, like you're missing like the it. element, which, you know? Which, which makes me think, I'm like, Police Story, if it was done by anybody else, anybody else, it would not be the masterpiece that it was. It'd be like yeah. making apple pie without apples. It doesn't make fucking sense. If, exactly. That, that Literally, it would not be this way without without him. And yeah. I, I, that just goes to show, like, this fucker is incredible. He's an auteur, and it, it's just, it's insane. This man, this man is crazy. He's crazy. Yeah, I, I mean, it, uh, connection, I mean, it's very much kind of like tom cruise you know tom cruise does his own stunts kind of like this world-renowned action star and yeah. like yeah they could probably make a top another top gun and yeah they can probably continue making mission impossibles but if you don't have fucking tom cruise in them, like what's the fucking point you know yeah like, he kind of yeah. makes those movies and you know here with with jackie chan i know there's police stories without jackie chan in them you know like two of them yeah so like whatever like that that's not really what i'm talking about but like you know you're missing the x factor i my cooking analogy is probably better it'd be like be like trying to make a cake without eggs like it just it, it doesn't work it doesn't work <laughs> yeah yeah um uh and then also uh like this this movie has been um paid homage to in a lot of other films and uh, movies like uh, Tango and Cash, that's from 1989. That's a buddy cop film. Um, does There's a scene where they also replicate or they pay homage to the uh, bus stop scene from the very beginning of the film. And then in uh, Rapid Fire from 1992, um, the mall fight scene with uh, the closed rail and the motorcycle, that was recreated in there or paid homage to. And then Bad Boys 2 from 2003 also pays homage to the shantytown chase scene, which makes me really curious because I've never seen bad boys and i'm like well shit what they recreate did they recreate like a crazy ass scene where they're just i haven't through, like, seen it in about 15 years 
But 12-year-old Tanner fucking loved Bad Boys 2. <laughs> so Hell yeah. I'm sure it probably would kick ass for 27, almost 28-year-old Tanner as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, this uh love love this film. What what was uh what was everybody's rating? Five. <laughs> It's yeah, five, I mean, it, the board. It, yeah, it's a it's a full five, ten out full of ten. Five. Full five. I, yeah. I mean, I I've said it already, but like, if I was to make a list of my hundred favorite movies of all time, like Police Story, I mean, it's not number one, but Police yeah. Story it like made a will make a hell of a debut on that list. Yeah, same. So I I would have yeah. to. I would have to put that list together. Uh, I, I know Police Story would have a place in there, though, for me. Yeah. I mean, it, um, it, it is phenomenal. If you've never seen it, highly suggest watching it. I Actually, I there was a trend going. It'd be a couple of weeks old at this point when you're listening to this. But uh, a tweet was going around on Twitter today. It was like, oh, like, tweet all your movies you've given five stars to uh, this year. And I've only given seven movies five stars this year, which felt like it was more of a police story, obviously being one of those. And somebody uh, uh, tweeted at me and it was like, oh, that's too low for police story. And I agree. If I could have given <laughs> police story six stars, I would have. Yes. Yeah. Same. Like, it's, Letterboxd it's... should enable a like an ability to rate a movie above five stars but only like ten movies per account. And you can change which movie you rate six stars. But you can just choose those movies to give so, a six star. So to me, this is how I think of Letterbox because Letterbox, the wrestling fan in me, I'm like, God, I wish Letterbox had quarter ratings because it just makes things easier. But I use the like feature on Letterbox as like my like. For instance, I gave Police Story five stars and I I liked it. I hearted it. That's like me giving Police Story five stars plus. Yeah, like, and, and th that's I how I use the like feature on Letterbox. Like, cause there's some three star movies I have liked three star plus. That makes I sense. I just like movies that I enjoy. And like, if I give a, I can, I've given movies like four stars and I didn't like them, but I did know they were good. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no, I'm the same. I've given movies like if I have a four star movie liked on Letterboxd and a four star movie not liked on Letterboxd, I like the four star movie that I've hearted more than the movie that's not hearted. Not to huh. say they're both not great movies. I just, for the my OCD and like ranking purposes, a four star heart would be above a four star non heart. That, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I, a four star heart would be below a four and a half no heart. I, I know. I no. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I kind of see what you're saying, and that that makes a little bit of sense. Um, I I always, if I like the movie, even if it's three stars, I always put a heart by it. I think I might have one movie that's two and a half that I put a heart by it because mm -hmm. I actually enjoyed it uh, because it was it was still so fucking bad. But I mean, yeah, like there because there's some movies like I, I'll give it three stars, but I won't heart it because while I do recognize some of the um, some of the stuff about it, I, I just didn't like it. So I, I never thought about it like that, though. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a that's a nice way to to do it, honestly. Yeah, I was actually going to see. So my. I have one three star thing on letterbox hearted and i have one three and a half thing three and a half star letterbox thing hearted and everything else is four four and a half or five nice um oh, oh, oh shit <laughs> drop my fucking phone hold on 
Um, oh my god. Oh, oh, also too, before I forget, uh, the bus scene whenever he's hanging off with hang off the umbrella. Um, he's uh, so to do that. His umbrella is a metal umbrella, so that's how he's hanging off. Yeah, and he way. definitely had something hooked to his hand, so he could fucking grip it. Still, he had um, to. I don't know about that because he he didn't necessarily recreate it, but in the stunt uh, documentary that he shows, he's actually hanging off. Um, so this is 1999. Uh, he's actually hanging off the side of the bus that he's in with the metal umbrella that he would have used. Oh, and uh, he it's just it's just him hanging with it. So kind of there that stunt was very dangerous as well. Just gonna say that. <laughs> And uh, now he couldn't he couldn't do it for as long because he, he got back up on the bus. But um, yeah. Uh, and then he even shows like a, a regular wooden umbrella. They look exactly the same. But um, let's say if there was a mistake made where he gets the wooden umbrella instead of the metal umbrella, then he would have fucking fallen. <laughs> but um, but yeah, does uh, I, I don't I don't really have anything else to say. I love this fucking movie. Yeah, I mean, we've I mean, said a lot. So. Yeah, I think we've said everything about the movie that uh, that can be said outside of a scene by scene breakdown. Yeah, but yeah, uh, again, if you've never seen this movie or if it's been years since you've seen it, you need to watch it. Especially if you've seen this movie but you've never seen like the the 4K restoration, whatever. Like, watch it. it. The 4K Very restoration. Much. I I don't think Worth we put it. enough emphasis on that either. Is the 4K restoration? Yeah. It is a crisp ass film. Like yeah. I'm not when we first when it first popped up, we were all like, "Holy shit, this looks like it was made today." But even yeah. then, it looks better than several films from today. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, again, a lot of that too lends to the fact that it's all practical effects. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, yep. <laughs> police story in 1985 looks more modern. Then the flash. From yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, like thirty something minutes into the movie, like y'all told me that there's more than one police story, and I was like, "What?" And I immediately got on Letterbox and saw that were seven police story movies total, and I got so fucking excited because yeah, I, I want didn't... to watch every single one of them now. We should honestly don't hold us to this. But we should just review all the police stories. Yes. <laughs> Be them non-canon or the police story files. I don't know how the spinoff to a spinoff would work. Yeah. We should do it because I would very much be amped up to watch because the police stories with. Oh, oh you cut out. Uh, Tanner cut out. Oh, Tanner can't have, hang with the big dogs. I I, can y'all hear me now? Yeah. yeah, we can hear you. Okay, I think I just got too loud. But the police stories without Jackie Chan, or even some with Jackie Chan, also co-star Michelle Yao. Yep. So from a fucking poggers. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I not saying when, not saying where, but a police story files may be in the future. Yeehaw. Yeehaw. I agree with that. We def we at least definitely need to watch Police Story 2. Yeah. And three and four and five and probably not six, but seven as well. Okay. There's no <laughs> way we would watch all of them but one. 
<laughs> uh, six is the one that's like reviewed pretty badly. That's we gotta fine. watch. We gotta watch it though. We gotta see. Yeah, what's we going will. On. We will. I mean, when we did Star Wars Files, we still watched Episode Two and One. Yeah, you're and right. One. Yeah. Although I and stand, I stand firm that Phantom Menace is kind of fun. No. I mean, they're all kind of fun, but they're still not good. I don't know. I think. <laughs> I think Attack of the Clones is actively bad the whole time. No, nah, nah, the fucking ending stuff with Yoda flipping, that shit was fun. <laughs> okay, yeah. No! <laughs> 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 Sorry, that, that's from more Revenge of the Sith. Um, but yeah, you get it. You get it. Fun sounds. <laughs> oh, bless you. No, thanks. I tried to get away from the mic. <laughs> oh, man. Well, uh, I mean... Any last words on police story before we wrap this up? Uh, Jackie Chan, why did you have to be homophobic? Yeah, I you know obviously like even though we've sung this this film's praises and Jackie Chan's praises, Jackie Chan obviously is kind of uh, is very problematic, especially his uh uh yeah his yeah his certain views. There's like a but um. That's 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 for somebody else to talk about. Yeah, not not a great person, but hell of an action star. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, It's just one of those things, you know, can you separate art from artists? You know, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 No, we're not oh, looking to get oh, that. Oh. oh, another final thought. Uh, Jackie Chan was a porn star for a little bit. Oh, fuck. Can you see his willy? So when would he have been a porn star? Let me see. Uh, The film. I think he was only in two, I, I believe. Not like a huge porn star, but he was... Uh, well, yeah, he's a porn star. But um, one of them came out in 1975. Uh, the name of it was All in the Family. Oh. oh uh, what does that uh, mean? What do you think it means? <laughs> in, in the mid-70s in Hong Kong? Um... Wow, that's yeah, crazy. That's Hong Kong seems adult, weirdly progressive adult comedy all in the family. Um, he was now there's only two sex scenes in that film, and uh, he was only in one of them. Um, wait, so a, is it an actual porno or just a movie with two sex scenes? It's looking like a movie with two sex scenes because I can't find his penis. I will say it says <laughs> so. What's interesting is that. They it's it's considered porn. It is considered porn. Um, but would it be um, considered porn in America? Yeah, like could it be just considered porn for the time frame? Well, that's Jackie. the thing is that right now, like what I'm looking at right now is like um, it could. I I would say probably it was. See, I don't know. It says porn movie. It's considered a porn movie. Uh, it could be considered a porn movie for the time. Um, yeah. It's also funny, too, because this article I'm looking at says uh, only Jackie Chan film where he wasn't involved in a single fight or stun sequence. (laughs) Yeah, so I I mean, it's kind of a fight. Um, Shouldn't be. (laughs) So Jackie Chan. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Apparently, this was a little bit of a. uh, Unknown thing till about 2006, it looks like. And yeah. his response was, I had to do anything I could to make a living 31 years ago. This article is from. 2006 i can make a living 31 years ago but i don't think it's a big deal even marlon brando used to be exposed in his movies chan said the porn movie at that time was more conservative than today's current films yeah which is probably true 
Yeah, I'm like I'm actually looking at the same article because that's literally what I just what I'm reading. Um, yeah, yeah, I I, I think that's actually kind of a like like yeah, the dude doesn't regret that at least like and and you know no one should obviously if you're if you did a porn film and you you know you did what you had to do and especially sex workers like you know do what you got to do. Like, and also, some people just like doing it. Some people like doing it. You know, that's fine. Nothing wrong. Yeah, definitely nothing wrong in order to be ashamed about. It is just kind of crazy. Like, you can technically say, oh, his first big acting role was uh, porn. <laughs> now, there is on this. Uh, this might actually might be a different. Yeah, I'm looking at a different article now. There actually is a photograph, but they blurred out his pee pee. Damn. Yeah, but it, this photograph would contain his pee pee though so okay so if you want to you know you can see you can see there's pictures out there of jackie chan with his peepee out i mean he shows his whole ass in this movie yeah he, he does, does show his whole ass um and him wearing that like jumpsuit is actually kind of an iconic look i'll say it yeah yeah i would agree with that yeah all right that's all i have to say yeah we've been yeah. uh police storied Y'all ready for me to get into some little pluggies? Plug it up. Yep, plug it up. We're leaking. Thank you, everybody, for listening to All You Can Hear. Again, at this point that you're listening to it, we've been like back on the current, on a regular schedule for the last couple weeks. But thank you, everybody, for your patience again um, as we kind of had a little mini summer vacation impromptu, you know, trips and everything. But you you know about that now, so I'm not going to get any further into it. But thank you for being patient with us. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH podcast. Uh, let's see. You can listen to us because we're a podcast. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, anything else. that I, There's one RSS feed that's shutting down semi soon. I don't remember which one it is. But, oh, really? Uh, yeah, it's not like one of the bigger ones or anything. But iTunes. No. If you're listening to us currently, probably not that one. Yeah, probably not that one. <laughs> um, but yeah, so just kind of, you know, be up to date with your podcast uh, listening apps. Uh, YouTube and Twitch, we'll get back into a uh, rhythm with those uh, in a little bit. Uh, so you can go ahead and follow both of those, AYCH Podcast. Uh, go to AYCH Extra, where uh, instruction booklet, they're killing it. We got the we're the video game jocks. They're the video game nerds. So it's totally fine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of video game jocks, uh, there's a like near seven hour breakdown of like well over 100 games announced during like the not E3 E3 time uh, that you should go listen to. It's one of my favorite podcasts that we've done in a hot minute. I always love doing like the. Brain drain pods of like, but yeah, we can talk for a a third of a day uh and we did <laughs> yeah we did so yep. yeah go listen to that backlog boys follow backlog boys at backlog boys with a z pod on twitter I'm trying to think if there's anything but no i don't think so yeah follow me on twitter tanner 1495 my name is cole follow me on twitter cold d00 follow me on threads at peanut bubber reborn uh, thank yeah. you for listening. Oh, sorry. That's it. Oh, thank you for listening. I'm Wenzel. You can follow me on Twitter at Wenzel. You can follow my art Instagram at World of Wednesday. You can follow my bookstagram, Wenzel Banters. Uh, I'm currently posting about my uh, trip to Cebu. So if you want to see some cool pictures, go check that out. 
Um, and now we'll be getting back to posting about books and movies and music and stuff. And Police Story, let's just say that might be a target for me. Uh, that's all I'm going to say, because I fucking loved it. And even though I've talked a lot about it here, I still want to talk about it more. So, uh, but I, I couldn't think of anything else. So give me some time and I'll have more to probably talk about. Um, and follow me on threads at uh, or World of Whimsy. Uh, it's just my art Instagram again, but it's on threads. And uh, my bio has a link tree for everything, links for everything. You can go find it, Letterboxd, Goodreads. Everything's on there. So go check that out. And uh, thank you. Any last words? No. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, 